this time each Monday we catch up with Christchurch Mayor Leanne Delzell. Morning, Leanne. Good morning, John. It's a glorious day. Beautiful day. It's very warm out there. Mm. I see that the Chief Executive of the Council is possibly in line for a pay increase. I just want to find out how appropriate you think that would be when there are other people at the Council potentially facing losing their jobs at the moment. Look, we uh, undertake an annual performance review of the Chief Executive and uh, we've got a very small group, myself, the Deputy Mayor and James Goff. And the three of us meet with her regularly during the course of the year to to look at performance. Um, And uh, as part of that process, on an annual basis, we look uh, look at salary. As you might recall, last year she took a um, 10% pay cut across the year to match the 20% pay cut over six months that uh, other chief executives around the country um, undertook as a result of the pandemic. So, Hold on, um, hold on, so hold on, hold on. We will be reviewing her salary, but um, we're, we're not at that position of oh. making a recommendation to council yet. You just said it matched a 20% cut. It wasn't a 20% cut, it was a 10% cut that she took. no. 20% over six months equals 10% over 12 months. So in relation to getting an increase, the question was how appropriate would it be for the for the head honcho to get a pay increase when she's making... We haven't considered it yet, John. No, no but if you did... We haven't considered it. How appropriate so would it be when she's making people we, redundant? We haven't considered it yet. So okay. we're literally not sat down as a committee yet to discuss what recommendation we will make to council. So it would be inappropriate for me to to, to comment on that. Do you think people would um, possibly feel upset if she did get an increase in the current environment? Well, I think I recall very much um, a large pay increase that was made to a previous chief executive. And uh, the, the chief executive salary that we've had today, that we have today, um, eight years uh, uh, since I've been the mayor, is still hasn't reached the, the uh, level that it was at at that last major increase back in, um, I think it was 2012, just prior to the me coming in in 2013. So is it likely then that she'll just be made, she'll just make up that difference from when she took the pay cut last no year? No way, no way. No? Oh, look, I, I, I don't know what as a group, sorry, I thought you were saying that you'd think that we'd be going to um, the pay increase that Tony Marriott got um, back in 2012. No, 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 I was just and saying that's that she... I was saying no way to. Right, no, she, well, she, she took a $50,000 $50, pay cut last year. Are you just going to make that make good on that's that? Right. Is that what you're going to make? You're going to give her the fifty k back? It, it's, it's not, well... She, she took a $50,000 pay cut last year, so... Um, she is back on the uh, rate that she was at, um, you know, prior to that. So she's back on the salary that she was at when she commenced right. working for the council. So she's back on four hundred ninety-five thousand. Yeah. Yeah. And what you're looking at now is an increase on top of four hundred ninety-five thousand. I don't know whether we're going to make an increase on top of that. We don't know yet. We haven't considered uh, um, as a committee whether we're going to make a recommendation for a pay increase to the councillors. So you mentioned a, a previous chief executive. In between that chief executive and the current chief executive, there was another chief executive who got in a hell of a lot of trouble because information was withheld from councillors about the water infrastructure. 
story in the news today. Hold on. There was a story in the news today that information about the stadium budget was withheld from councillors for two months. Is that correct? Sorry, I'm I'm a bit confused about about. Sorry, no, um, yeah, okay. So you've moved into this this other subject. So, yeah. um, the uh, no, there was no information withheld from uh, councillors. Uh, the independent board that was um, looking at the whole question of the um, the, the the design brief for the uh, stadium. Uh, project, uh, they received a report on the 22nd of June, um, which confirmed a significant budget blowout, and that was what was then reported to councillors on July the 2nd. But was it not raised, at least initially, two months earlier, before councillors were told about it? As as I understand it, the independent um, board considered an affordability review uh, back in May and then again in June, June the 4th, and that's when they discussed the potential blowout. On June the 14th, myself along with uh, the Finance Committee Chair and Deputy Chair, so it's Andrew Turner and Sam MacDonald, the three of us were briefed confidentially on the situation, saying that it was likely to be a significant blowout. That was then confirmed on June the 22nd. We signed off on our 10-year budget on the 23rd. Councillors were briefed on July the 2nd. And um, July the 20th is when that was confirmed publicly. And the initial response was to reduce the scale of the build in order to stay within the budget. So, course, so, you know, so the, the sequence of events meant that the public response to that was, um, you know, pretty much uh, outrage. And uh, we, we recommitted the decision. Yeah. So um, two months, six weeks, four weeks, whatever, there was a significant period of time where councillors didn't know about this blowout being on the horizon. Is that right? It was two, two, two weeks, yeah. Well, it sounds to me you said it was early May when it first was no. first raised? No, that, that there was an independent board that we established to oversee the stadium project. And maybe there wasn't a good enough line of communication between the independent board and the council. And, and so it would have been good to have a heads up but we would not have been in a position to consider the issue of the um, the question of the budget. We wouldn't have been in a position to um, receive that information, get advice on it, and uh, make adjustments to our long-term plan in that time frame. So that delay in sharing the information, however long it was, let's not get too focused on that, is that why we now have a different governance structure? Um, Look, I think the the governance structure was designed to make a better fit between uh, council and and the the, the um, independent uh, board, and to, to to really kind of keep everyone on track around the importance of the of of uh, aligning the budget with. Uh, you know, council decision-making processes. So I'm not, I'm not happy with what happened, but it happened that way, and it is now in a situation where we've, we're very clear about the direction that we're going in. So I mean, it's, it's, it's not ideal, but it, um, it, 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 um, it is what it is. 
And as I say, both myself, Andrew Turner and Sam McDonald, we were all briefed confidentially on the situation. We knew that there was an issue. We didn't know the quantum. And, uh, and as a result of value management, they managed to bring that quantum down quite considerably. But we then ended up looking to reduce the scale of the build, um, and that became unsustainable. Yeah, okay. So we're more money. Yeah, but what you're saying is there was a period that you think councillors should have known about it and they didn't. It was a question of whether there should have been um, an ability to have more of a heads up, but we wouldn't have been able to change anything to do with the, um, with the LTP in that period of time. It was too close uh, to the deadline for that decision making. All right. You've got this job with the working group on Three Waters. Is this the government getting you in the tent to keep you quiet? Apparently, apparently some people think that, but no, I think that the the real issue is that there are a whole range of um, elements around governance, around representation and accountability that really haven't been teased through. They have said that we are able as a group to go through all of the other options, you know, in terms of different design, different models and actually analyse them against the, the government's bottom lines. Look, I, I'm not going on there because I want uh, to um, sustain the government's position. I'm going on there because I feel that I've got value that I could add in terms of Christchurch's very explicit experience um, in all three waters. I still think the government's got it absolutely wrong as far as stormwater goes, and I, I want the opportunity to be able to say that um, in the context of a working group that looks at governance issues and accountability issues. Have they got it wrong with drinking water too? Well, yeah, they've, they've got it wrong with with drinking drinking water and wastewater go together. You know, it's, you know that um, Sesame Street, you know, one of these things... Mm doesn't look like the others. One of these things just isn't the same. Well, stormwater is not the same as drinking water and wastewater. Drinking water and wastewater are networked, but stormwater isn't. Stormwater relates to green and blue infrastructure. It, it relates to you know, these um, amazing stormwater uh, facilities that we've got, ponds that, well, areas of ground that can soak in the water and hold it before releasing it into the rivers. Stormwater ends up in our rivers, so cleaning it up through wetlands and natural environments, you know, mm. like that, that's what makes the real difference around stormwater. So I, I just think that um, I, I want to be able to try and contribute. It's a huge timetable that they've given us between now and uh, March, and I want to commit all my time and energy to doing what I can. And if it's not something that... Uh, I can recommend, then um, I've got the right to walk away. In terms of the conclusions that are reached or in terms of how the government responds to the conclusions? No, uh, I mean, I, I, you can resign from a working group any time you like. I want, to, um, I want to give it my best shot. So, um, and what so would make no, you... I haven't, I haven't been called in. I asked to be on this. I asked to be on this working group because I feel that I can contribute because Christchurch has got such an extraordinary amount of experience 
and and actually Christchurch has got um, a really a really um, a good track record in terms of all of the challenges that the government have identified as um, confronting different parts of the country. Okay, you've got to move on, and, and, and where do you too? But what, just very briefly, what would be a bottom line that would determine whether you walked away or not? Um, just the ability to, to, to contribute uh, to a to a, a win-win outcome. That's what I'm going in to look for. All right. Thank you very much. That's Christchurch Mayor Leanne Delzell. We'll catch up with her each time uh, every Monday, and we'll do the same next Monday.